Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. My glasses fog up. Those wearing masks, you can probably share my problems. Well, good morning. Good morning. I hope your 4th of July celebration was fun and you were able to disconnect from the news that bombards us. You were able to kick back and enjoy that traditional hot dog with covered with mustard, that's my favorite, and a very cold drink of your choice. Because again, I know I did all of the above, even had apple pie. Now before I speak about the lesson from Romans we heard today, and Chloe did a great job reading it, because that was a tough one, that was a tough one. You drew the short straw on that lesson. I'd like to give you some background about St. Paul and his 13 letters and his letter to the Romans. Last Monday, June 29th, we celebrated the feast day of St. Paul. And on that same day, it's the feast day of St. Peter. Now, some historians claim they died on the same day. Some say they died on the same day, but a year apart. Some state they died a day apart. And some say they they both died in June. But regardless of when, the two most revered apostles of the New Testament's feast day is celebrated on the same day in our lectionary. And we know from our reading the books of the Acts of the Apostles, the story of Paul's conversion on his way to Damascus. And after this took place, he went on to be the prominent missionary of the early church. He did this through lecture, his journeys, the letters he wrote, his deep faith, his sincerity for the people, and Paul had a strong love for Jesus and the church. Paul's letters in the New Testament, the Bible begins after Acts of the Apostles, and are not in the chronological order they were written. They're first organized in two groups, letters to the churches that he started or strongly influenced, Corinth, Ephesus, Rome, The second group are his letters to individuals, such as Timothy and Titus. Then within each group, the letters with the most words appear first. And there are a few, some exceptions there. And Roman is in the first group and is his longest letter. It it states that it's 7,111 words. I tried counting, but I gave up. And it first appears in the first, in the first letter to appear in the first testament, New Testament. The letter was written in Corinth around 57 of the Common Era. It is claimed to be his sixth letter. And the person who delivered this letter to the church of Rome was Phoebe, who Paul trusted. And Phoebe is the only person named as a deaconess in the Holy in the Bible. Romans 16, verse 1. Imagine being assigned that responsibility. I don't think Father Mark even would give that responsibility to me if that was so. And through our journey so far of Romans, we've learned that we are justified by faith in Jesus. We have his peace and access to his gift of grace. That justification is a gift from God and reveals the righteousness God has for us. Jesus took the burden of our sin and took away the sting of death when he died on the cross for us. 
Sanctification is our Christian walk. Becoming holy to be set apart from the world through our faith in Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. Now within what I will be saying to you this morning, you're going to hear about four invites that give us an opportunity to be closer to Jesus. In today's lesson from Romans, Paul is overwhelmed with uncertainty. And the picture on the screens above is what I envision Paul to look like when he wrote this section in his letter to the Romans. Drained, overcome, a feeling of being lost. And what he had written in the previous chapters, he forgotten. He in depth meaning those precious words of justification, righteousness, and sanctification that he stressed to the church of Rome and applies to us today. Paul was resenting his personal struggles with sin and goes through a self-examination of himself, which becomes very intense. He feels a disconnect and a conflict with himself because his spiritual knowledge is not aligned with his actions. He's doing things he really does not want to do, but he's doing them. And he asks himself, why? Have you ever experienced a struggle within yourself that leads to self-examination? We can have self-examination just like Paul at any time. But we also have a specific time in our liturgical year for this. And that is during Lent. And we are extending the following invite during our Ash Wednesday service. I invite you, therefore, in the name of the church, to the observance of a holy Lent, by self-examination and repentance. A journey of solemnity as we anticipate the celebration of the risen Christ. And listen to what Paul is telling himself during his self-examination. And I quote, So I find it to be a law that when I want to do what is good, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inmost self, but I see in my members another law at war with the law of my mind, making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will rescue me from this body of death? When Paul wrote about death, it's not the physical death. But the void, the emptiness, the lifeless inner self, that the light of Jesus is not present. And we are invited to have the light of Jesus be part of us when we celebrate Holy Eucharist. In right one, we're reminded of this when we say, when we hear, we are made one body with him, that he may dwell in us, and we in him. In right two, we hear, Sanctify us also that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament and serve you in unity, constancy, and peace. We are together as one in Jesus. When Paul writes about the law, he's referencing the law of Moses. And Paul, a scholar of the Old Testament, knew the law of Moses and knew it was holy, righteous, and good. 
and as we heard today in Romans, took delight in the law of God in my inmost self. But what the law could not do, it set him free from the sin of flesh. He was being held hostage to sin. And he was doing things against his own will. And he knew it was wrong. But the power of sin had dominion over him because of his perceived weakness. Who will deliver, deliver him from this darkness and save him? Well, the an he answers his own question. Right there in chapter 7, verse 25 of today's reading. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. I have been blessed to have been installed as a member of the Order of St. Luke's Healing Ministry. And through this ministry, two points of view have been revealed to me that I'd like to share with you. First one, in the Old Testament, we reap what we sow. And when you think about it, that is exactly what happened to Paul. Relying on his knowledge and experience of the law and his commitment to the law of Moses, he reaped all he could, but became trapped and could not escape for what was, he was agonizing. He felt lost and alone. The second one in the New Testament, we reap what Jesus sowed. Now let's examine that statement. Jesus died on the cross for our sins. He takes on our burden. We do not have to do anything to receive his gift of grace. He gives us his peace. His love is, is, is un unconditional. The promise of everlasting life. But Jesus has sown so much for us. And Paul, deep down in his mind, knew that. And when Paul was broken and could not free himself from the bondage of sin, he wrote, and I believe he wrote it with gusto, thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. And Paul was set free. And we too will be set free. And we have a third invite I'd like to bring to your attention. It is from Jesus himself. And we heard it today in our gospel of Matthew chapter 11 and it'd be verses 28 and 30 and let's say it together come to me all you that are weary and carry heavy burdens and I will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Imagine a personal invite from Jesus. And we are invited by Jesus with no explanation required of who we are or what we have done in the past. And he will reach out to us and take away all those heavy burdens that weighs down our mind, our body, and spirit. He wants us to be at peace to feel good about ourselves. So good that we want to do a happy dance. And it all starts, it all starts with an invite. 
first and invite by our church to have a self-examination, just as Paul did, to understand who we are and listen for the word of God to refresh us and bring us to a new beginning in our lives. Second, an invite from our Eucharistic liturgy to have Jesus to be part of us and we be part of him. Third, an invite by Jesus to be yoked up with him so he can take away our sin and our burdens so we can rest in his loving embrace through his words learned from him to show us the way to be his friend, to become his the uniqueness of these three invites Ditch men mentioned, there is no RSP required. No little envelope to sign and say, yes, I'll be there, or no, I won't. Does it have a stamp? Is it self-addressed? None of that nonsense. It's there always for us, for, the, for us to take advantage of those great opportunities. And all we are required to do is act upon the fourth invite to invite Jesus into our lives. When we extend that invite to Jesus in our need, we just have to knock and the door will be open. And we will be welcomed unconditionally by Jesus. And be ready. Be ready, my friends to receive his forgiveness, his healing, his peace that passes all understanding, his grace, his promise of everlasting life, his love, and the Holy Comforter, the power of the Holy Spirit. Now that is a reason to do a happy dance. And I want all you to do a happy dance when you leave St. Edward's today. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.